Hello, everybody. Welcome to part two of Ben and Bell's journey with love and partnership. Before we continue the conversation, two announcements. One is that we have a conscious couples retreat coming up. So this is May 18th through the 22nd. It's happening in Austin, Texas. And if you are a loving couple that is committed to your relationship success, if you are open to guidance and new ideas, and you're excited to reconnect and dive deeper, then this is for you. Um, if you listen to part one, you have heard me and Belle talk about the experiences that you know could have broken us apart. And as we grew as individuals, it, there's opportunity for you to either grow together or grow apart from each other. And how I view this retreat is it's the ability, it's the opportunity to recalibrate because life is so busy. Um, you think like, think of all the meetings you have for work, of all the things that you do for everything else, but you don't dedicate that same time to your relationship. Like if not like top two, top one, top two or top three things in your life, and you're not dedicated to the time that you do with other things, like especially work nowadays. So if you're feeling that need for a recalibration with your love, with your partner, this is it. And this retreat isn't going to fix what's wrong with your relationship because it doesn't need fixing. Chances are a lot about your relationship has changed since you first met, but that doesn't mean that it's broken. The intention of this experience is to deepen your love and connection while enhancing your communication as a couple. It's time to upgrade the relationship to where you two have evolved as individuals as individuals. So again, coming to this retreat isn't a sign of how poorly your, your partnership is going. It's a reflection of your love and your devotion to your partner, the relationship and yourself, because every couple needs to actively create the type of the connection, the type of connection they desire if they want to flourish as a unit. So if this is you, you can go to the link in the description in the show notes, and you can go read more details and then apply there. So this is happening in a few months, and we have amazing hosts. So me and Belle will be there. My mentor, Ra, who is a master astrologer in masculine and feminine energies, and you'll get to work with him one-on-one -on -one as a couple, which is really cool that you get to go to a retreat, meet other amazing couples that are on the journey, that are on the path, get one-on-one -on -one couples counseling. And then also we have Christy Woods, who is a one-of-a-kind medicine woman, and she has this background as a sex, love, and relationship coach. She is going to lead a sacred sisterhood circle and sensual dance with the women. And woof, it's already juicy. It's going to be so good. So I could keep talking about it, but just go to the link in the show notes if you want to join and apply. And then lastly, if you are listening live, if you're listening later, this might not apply, but we have the heart opener. The heart opener is if you have a fear of love, opening your heart in any way, whether you are single or a, or you're already in a relationship. This is for you if you feel your heart tighten in vulnerable moments, if you have an anxiousness around love, like a, a big fear of abandonment, of rejection. You lose yourself in relationships. You just worry about losing love or being hurt again, and you try and think your way instead of feel your way. Um... Long story short, you have a fear of love and getting into relationships or opening your heart. Opening your heart feels scary. It feels vulnerable and it feels exposed. 
this is for you. So this is a 12-week ceremony, and I mean a ceremony because this isn't just come take a class and learn with your mind. This is learn with your body, learn with your soul, reconnect and remember, like tap back into your body. And for some people, that's scary because you have a fear of feeling those feelings. But that's the whole point is we have a somatic experience, a transformative experience coming for you. We have a cacao ceremony. We are shipping cacao to your house. We have a heart coherence exercise and experience with my friend Kevin, who we're going to send more materials to your house. And so it's not just learn with your mind. We're actually setting you up for success with an actual somatic experience and you'll be diving into your body and to what are you feeling and reconnect your heart and bring in your mind and your heart incoherence. So if any of those sound intriguing, inspiring, and like you can't imagine not doing them, it's just ooh, like you are lighting up in your heart right now hearing about them, go to the link in the show notes. All those things are listed for you to check out. All right, y'all, let's get to this episode with me and Belle because we have some big news to share with you. Enjoy. Welcome to the Feeling Free Podcast. My name is Ben Harris, also known as the Fear Guy. My job is to help you feel more free in your life with the love and relationships, self-worth, and much more. I'm happy you're here. I love you. I believe in you. Let's break free from fear together. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ben and Bell's love and partnership journey. This is part two. Yes. And by my side, the beautiful Bell herself. Thanks for doing this again with me, babe, mm-hmm. because she's not used to this, but I appreciate her being here so much with me. So thank you, babe. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So where we left off um, was essentially moved into the house. All the fun things, lots of life changes that have stretched us. And so I guess, and we told you that there's going to be an announcement. So Bella, should we just tell them the, what's happening? Just right out of the gate. Should we just tell them or should we leave them hanging for a little bit more? I think we should lead into it. Mm. Just by saying, I think we left off kind of end of the summer um of our relationship and just what we had gone through to get closer and more connected into partnership Mm -hmm. um for us i think it took a little while where We really were like deeply committed and connected. And I think that the timing of everything is like perfect. And yeah, we had a big shift happen in September. And we didn't know until about November um, between us. And just kind of some exciting news to share with everyone (laughs) all right so now we're ready three two one we're We're pregnant pregnant. 
and having a baby boy baby boy baby boy so we've known like you said since september since november mm-hmm. so it's been and a while february 10th today we just met with our midwives for the first time last night Mm-hmm. yep and yeah it's been <laughs> such a journey yeah so i would love to i mean it is a journey like it's so exciting um but and it's one of those things you don't experience until you experience it obviously like you don't know like you can people can tell you everything but you won't know until you actually do it that's what i just said to my dad on the phone today oh yeah as i said it's more than everything i could think about like just pregnancy in general. Mm-hmm. Like I've heard people talk and I've thought about what they're saying, but experiencing it is so much more, so much Absolutely. different, so much deeper. I mean, hugely different than mm-hmm. just talking about it. So let's talk. Um, so this is, I'm excited to talk about this. Um, and maybe it's because I haven't, really ever been interested or in a conversation like this like maybe there probably are some podcasts that really talk about this but I haven't really seen I don't remember any about like the journey of it Mm -hmm. and because no matter I feel like I mean there's a range of reactions and responses but I have to imagine and there's so many different types of things from like you weren't expecting it. You were trying so hard. You've been trying for years or like, do you have like complications? There's so many different things that lead up to that. But before different paths that people are on. Yeah. The different paths. And so I'm excited to share our path. So it's, so people Well, one, I want it. I view this like a journal Mm -hmm. in a way. So people, so, we can go back and listen or even our kids can go back and listen or friends, family, or just have this be something that people can listen to so they, so they don't feel alone, like a reference that is like, Oh, I've never thought about that. That's so interesting or that's crazy. So mm-hmm. let's talk about, do you want to tell about the story, the feeling you felt in August? <laughs> sure. Oh, well, cause I get, so what we said, so remember, so what we said in part one was, you told me that, Ben, it sounds like you're preparing for a baby. Yes. Oh, yeah. Was that in September mm-hmm. or August? Not September. No, that was the night before we found out, babe. Oh, okay, okay. So this. Yeah. So in August, what were you feeling? So in August, um, I just heard a strong like voice in my head saying that I was fertile which like that's such a weird word I don't even use that I don't it was just coming through to me that I'm fertile (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I said to you like okay if we're not calling this in like let's be cautious and so I ordered a thermometer and I was just tracking my cycle closer and because you got off birth control in February. Correct, yep. A year ago. Yep. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to be able to monitor it better and 
three weeks later we were pregnant (laughs) (laughs) and it's just crazy that the messages were coming coming through it was basically like hey you're fertile this is about to happen Mm -hmm. so get ready yeah is really what i was saying yeah (laughs) and yeah so I wasn't really worried or thinking a ton of it uh-uh. when time was passing because I felt as though I was getting my period. Mm-hmm. Physically, I felt that. Like you had those same symptoms. Mm-hmm. And, yep. And I, my boobs were sore. I was cramping, a little bit of spotting. And so I thought it was, oh, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. And then it wouldn't come. And then a few days later, the same feelings would happen. I'd be like, oh, now it's coming. (laughs) And it wouldn't come. And yeah, I just felt like my body was trying to have its period, but it wasn't. And little did I know it was just the early moments (laughs) of being pregnant. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, so Ben and I were going to go to a party well actually before all that one weekend we stayed with luca alone yeah so luca is the boy you help watch over yeah look after yeah luca holly and i take care of him and so on the weekend we had him while his parents went to sedona and um (laughs) we had him for I don't know, three or four nights. I think four. Yeah. And um, by the, I'm with him every day, but having him all day and all night and all day and all night and all day and all night. And then, you know, I put my head on my pillow (laughs) Sunday night when we got home Mm -hmm. and you and I looked at each other and we're like, oh my goodness, we are not ready for all this. Or like, well, we said... We're waiting a long time. Yeah, we said we're happy we don't have kids right now. Yeah. And we were. And we were just exhausted. <laughs> yeah, we were already pregnant. And we were already pregnant. Which I actually wonder if that added to my exhaustion. Yeah, it definitely did. Yeah. Um, but that was just one of the perfect... I mean, there are so many different nudges and like preparations. Like if you plot it, like if you were to look at the web of connection, like plot it on a graph or something and see... There's so many different things that have prepared both of us and as individuals and as a couple. But that was one of those moments that was like, like Luca's, I, I mean, I've told Luca straight to his face and like energetically, like, thank you for helping me prepare. Mm-hmm. But that was definitely one of those moments that was like, like I got the real taste because mm-hmm. I have tons of nieces and nephews, but I've never done anything like that. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> And he's a beautiful baby, but it was just, it's just, you don't get a break. Mm-hmm. It's huge. It's a huge responsibility to be parents. And, oh, yeah. um, yeah, so fast forward a little few weeks later, we were going to a party November 13th and I said to Ben, mm-hmm. so on Friday night, he and I went to dinner and that was the night that I said the sounds like you are birthing a baby <laughs> um, and you meant like a work and I meant, creative project yeah and 
connection Which I was to as what well. you were or am brainstorming for work it's actually happening around the same time which is kind of wild yeah and so he told me his work ideas and i said it sounds like you're birthing a baby and we looked at each other like why did i just say that that was weird (laughs) and then i said babe i think i should take a pregnancy (laughs) test before we go party yeah and just if i look back i would want to be safe and smart and he's like yeah yeah yeah. let's great let's do it and yeah so my mindset was totally because you had been like having symptoms or whatever. I was like, I feel like it's happened or it's it maybe it was just a light one. And so for my mind, I was just like, we, we, we are doing this just to get clear, like peace of mind. Like I really had zero expectation of being pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I felt, about 80 20 felt 80 percent that we were not pregnant but i knew like there's a chance in a whisper voice like hmm. but of course i didn't want to fully believe that and yeah so we go get a test um so well they actually should we say what happened before that sure so we were getting um so we were going to this costume shop mm-hmm. and oh, we were going to a costume shop and um, when we were going back to the dressing room and to try these costumes on for the party, we went back to where these shoes were and there was a dad with his newborn daughter and we asked it was super cute baby and then we asked like what her name was and he said and the name that he said was actually the same name like me and bell we have talked about in the summer when we were like hey like what would you name your kids and stuff like that and we had we didn't know this name we've never really heard it but he, this was the first time that we've ever met a baby named this mm-hmm. so it was crazy like we knew that we were going to take the pregnancy test that day, but when we were at the shop meeting this baby, we still had, I didn't make the connection and I, I don't think you did made, made the connection like, Oh, we're about to take a pregnancy test. And this baby is the, the girl name that we would potentially use. Yeah. I didn't think much of it until later in the day, but yeah, the name, should we not say the name? No. Okay. Anyway, it was like beautiful and we were both like, wow, we love that name. That's what we would name our daughter. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So if we have a girl, you guys will know, (laughs) I mean in the future cause Uh we're having a boy, but, um, yeah, we went home, took the pregnancy test. It was positive. Well, even before that it's, I've never been in that situation before to take a test. You mean? Yeah. And it, it like this this experience i mean all the moments leading up to it have prepared me so perfectly for like fatherhood for to be like the best partner husband provider all the things mm-hmm. but this for sure like even in that moment i remember like okay it's time like we sat down we got in like an intentional space mm-hmm. like breathe meditated a little bit and then i remember yeah just even like okay like regardless what happens like 
like I'm here that are like getting yeah. into that space. Yeah, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Not rushed, rush. You know, we were both anxious to like do it. And well, and when we tested it, we saw on the rapid test the plus <laughs> and our yeah, faces dipped, looked at each other. We dipped it in the cup and then we were going to let them sit for three minutes. Yeah. And one is rapid, one is slower. And the rapid just like zing, like came back pregnant. And we both saw it out of the corner of our eye and like, we're like, just put them down. Yeah, we'll come walk back. Walk away, we'll yeah. walk away. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we were like, oh my gosh, did you see that? Maybe, maybe it can change. Like, yeah, maybe it it's not clear does yet. that first. <laughs> so we had three minutes of sitting together after seeing a potential positive going, oh my gosh. And then when we saw a positive, Ben was emotional and excited and mm-hmm. shocked and yeah because i had no idea and zero expectation yeah and i was just stunned <laughs> just pure stunned uh-huh. and i really didn't believe it i mean you didn't believe it for a long time for a long time like yeah. even though you have that sitting in front of you but we well we took a rapid test and then a digital test that takes a few minutes those both were positive and then we went back yeah, to the drugstore and we went and bought two other different brands yeah. and those were both positive too yeah so we were definitely pregnant and um yeah we still decided to go to the party i was sober which was an experience itself and um and just, I guess, like being in that headspace of just finding that out and not sharing it with anyone except Ben and I. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot to hold as I was, had not even started processing. Um, but it was a mm-hmm. fun night. Either way, it was fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's when I really want to say, like, it's really like a ceremony. Yes. Pregnancy is a ceremony. Not just the birth, the whole thing. No, yeah. This is like such a ceremony that we are in and that I feel that I'm in. Um, Yeah, and it's been a lot harder than I would have thought. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what do you mean by that? Just... Well, a fun little story from way back when, when I was a guest at Ben's retreat, is he said to me, mm-hmm. like, if I were to have died yesterday, or what's one thing that... So we were both driving, so I was driving and you were the co-pilot. Mm-hmm. And he said, what's one thing that you would be sad you didn't do yet, or like... So yeah, if you died today or yesterday, what would one thing that you would be like, oh, I wish I could have done that yeah and i said the only thing i care to do before i die is have children Mm -hmm. like even if i didn't find my life partner which i would love to do that but if i didn't like i care more about just having children and i would find a way to make that happen yeah i mean you've literally said that you (laughs) i mean you've told me before like 
like if you're dying you yeah. want people to take your eggs and freeze them yeah i said <laughs> if i like you know how there's like organ donors or things like if i was in a car crash like have someone go get my body and gra- get my eggs out <laughs> And then not my organs, but my eggs. Yeah, my eggs, and then have someone have my child, and they're just like, yeah, I care so much about it. Yeah, it's what you've, just what you want the most. Yeah, and I mean, I was the little girl with a baby doll in my hand at all times. Like I loved my dolls. I loved babies. I nannied babysat my whole life like I've always wanted to be a mother you've done the whole camp like for kids yeah and like you've done a lot of nurturing roles like it's just part of who you are yeah and it's definitely the number one thing I want in this life um but when it's sitting right in front of you already on its way in a shocking manner Mm -hmm. um I just had such different emotions come up where I would have Mm -hmm. thought I would be thrilled and I was just like spinning with emotions of um, like I was like upset, frustrated, I was scared, I was grieving, I was in some shame, Mm -hmm. like but initially I was just really, really afraid of what afraid of birth, afraid of telling people Mm -hmm. afraid of it being really happening and being true. (laughs) Afraid of the fact that my life will change forever in a huge way. And like, I remember you told me, it's like, you feel like, what was it that you lost or something was taken from you? Time. Time was taken from you. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like someone took my time because I imagined in the next like four or five years I would have kids. And so yeah. that felt as though it was time that someone took from me and didn't really like ask if they could have it. And mm. I felt that I got, I was on a train. I felt like I found out I was on a train <laughs> and it's going to a destination and I didn't buy a ticket and I didn't know I got on. But you're strapped in there. Yeah, and it's going. and I can't get Mm -hmm. off and um I mean of course I I could get off life can Mm -hmm. but um most likely no and yeah so it was just a lot to sit with along with like the hormones and physical feelings yeah because I mean the first half of the first trimester trimester we didn't know so you were definitely experiencing a lot of things before then but as soon as that happened, yeah. like all of those, like the realizations, like you allowed your body to be like, oh, this is what's happening. And so then you went, like you felt tired and we just got in bed at 530 and watched movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'd been holding it together, mm-hmm. continuing um, with my normal days. And then when we found out we were pregnant, I just allowed the rest and allowed the nausea to really to know oh it's because i'm pregnant and um and you loved cookies and noodles yes the things (laughs) i said i had judgment for women that yeah 
would like not eat healthy or like mm-hmm. I'm like come on you can still like have some vegetables and, like, <laughs> or like you can still move and like do something or mm. go walking or whatever like oh my gosh this was like it just really like sat me down I'm <laughs> and, you. yeah like I I couldn't even like stomach anything except butter noodles. Ben knows there were many many nights of it. I mean, jo- we've joked about our baby will be a noodle. Yeah, I think I'm having a noodle. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I liked chocolate chip cookies and noodles with parmesan <laughs> and butter. And yeah, that was what I had to do in that time, and it was fun to rest with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, we came home. I came home every single day. Yeah, I mean, I, and we got in bed at. I mean, you've never done that. I loved it because that's just. Yeah. Was, you I love, love cuddling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I'm so thank you for sharing this. Mm-hmm. Because I feel, I guess generally speaking, like what I've seen or heard is, like these different stories of parenthood and like pregnancy or whatever is that it's 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 like you hear the extremes of oh my gosh it's the best thing ever or like or it's like parenthood is so hard it's the hardest thing you'll ever do and i mean we you've kind of seen like people share more you know they've had like complications of like losing babies and like more vulnerable shares like that which I appreciate so much of like sharing more of like the shame of the guilt of the shock of the fear because and that's what like the human experience is. And like, I remember you and I talked about, I mean, we can talk about how close we got next, like during this process of when only you and me knew, mm-hmm. but I remember saying to you, like, it makes me nervous. Like my truth is that it makes me nervous that you're feeling this because of like epigenetics and like what the baby feels like the nervous system. Right. And so and we both were like, I don't want this passed on to the baby. I don't yeah. want the baby to feel not wanted. Yeah. But at the same time, it's also like if I suppress and repress what I'm feeling, that is, what are we saying? It's, you know, like, well, that's what holds the emotions in. Yeah, that's what's charging that up and the, uh, like, it's the resentment. It's creating with it. It's creating with it? Yeah. What do you mean? I mean, that's the energy that is creating the baby. Yeah, instead of, like, releasing letting it, it. Instead of releasing it and, let, like, alchemizing it and, let like, fully processing it and feeling it. Yeah. Like, what, like, literally, what are you teaching with your body mm-hmm. to this baby of, like, hey, this is part of the normal human experience to feel all these feelings and it's okay. Like we are safe to feel yeah, and let these move through instead of like, oh, no, 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 I can't feel it. Mm-hmm. Which is so interesting. And like, I remember like the first thing, one of the first things I felt, I remember, yeah, I was definitely so excited because I've always wanted to be a dad. And like, I just knew like with Belle, like to me, there's no question. It's like, yeah, we're going to do this. Let's go. Um, my initial worry was like, oh my God, like I got to get things in gear. Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, with money, with work, with all these things of like, okay, it's time to freaking go. That was the first thing I thought. 
And then I remember when we were walking back to get the other tests to do a second test, like looking up in the sun, I still can vividly remember this experience of like feeling like the love and blessing of God and of life. Like just feeling so like appreciative. Yeah. We were like walking in a dream. Yeah. That day was like a dream. Babe, that's exactly what it is. It really was like walking in a dream. Like I can still remember and like the sun shining. And I was like, Whoa, what is, what is happening? This is wild. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the paradox of the situation of like waking up with you at, in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. So in the beginning or then once we knew, um, I was experiencing physically and emotionally just a lot of changes where I was really hot. I mean, my, <laughs> you touch my skin and I was like yeah. hot. And so I was just, and then I would wake up for like two to three hours randomly in the night. And that was like often, which that hasn't happened in a long time, but used to happen often. And one night I woke up and I was just awake and I was wired with my thoughts of all of the feelings running through and Mm -hmm. Ben got up to go to the bathroom, which was kind of fun. And then I said, you know, he realized I was awake and we processed for like a good three hours in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. And I just like sobbed, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And which is so rare for you. And that's why Mm -hmm. like, and as a man, like, I mean, I've never been in those. I mean, I haven't had like, like this is a different feeling, you know, of like, like you said, of like talking about these things, but then when, when it's so real, like it's just a different feeling and it's, you're right. Like it's such a big responsibility. However, like we, we'll get more into like the fear and like the stories that I feel like society puts on you. And like, there's things that I've learned for sure. But regardless of all that, like it is obviously a huge responsibility to bring a human to be responsible for human life. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, like being in that moment, I was like, wow. Like, I mean, that was cause it's just like, yeah, like it's such a new experience. Like, what do I do? Mm -hmm. Like when you're, like sobbing, like I feel so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ben is a great space holder and just holder of like me to process and encourager, I guess, of <laughs> he's getting excited. <laughs> yeah. But yes. you really encouraged me to like, feel it and I knew that it was like safe to feel it and um yeah it was like deep 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 sadness and grief really deep grief that was coming up and I didn't understand exactly why you know like it took some time to like navigate and who knows all the whys but there was just some grief of releasing the life that I'm currently in this maiden space and moving into a mother yes from maiden to mother from maiden to mother and grief of just 
what I thought this year would be. You know, I was already in ceremony and now I'm going to be pregnant the next X months and then I'm going to be a mom. And <laughs> I just, I, I was so stunned that that's where I was at and it was just some grieving and yeah. Yeah. And then honestly feeling it though did allow it to pass and to move and it would come back a little bit, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was just, it was really beautiful to be able to like fully feel that. And mm-hmm. in those moments, like I said to Ben, like I've never actually allowed myself to like need a man because I've been taught to be so independent or like not to need everyone yeah like don't be your own person yeah like or like to some degree i would hold like even a hair of like i don't have to need them i can just want them like yes there's like beauty in wanting um someone but when you are in moments of actually like needing another human to be there for you and allowing them to be there fully for you when you need someone it's like such a different like deeper well it feels scary because it's so vulnerable yeah because like i have to rely and trust that someone could be there for me Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of courage yeah it was the first time that i ever really allowed myself to do that and um and i did need Ben at that time he was the only person that knew this and so we were processing it for about a month together and then that goes into the next fear what of telling people yes (laughs) which I felt like that was your from my perspective that was what it seemed like you were the most afraid of it definitely was a big cloud that would be over me Yeah, I felt very afraid to tell my family and friends and to just start speaking it out loud. And yeah, I was very afraid. Do you mind sharing like deeper? Like why were you? Um, I think that, you know, like you and I have been together since last... (laughs) January. Yep. And we're not married and we are And people think I'm a Yeah. cult leader. Yes. There's <laughs> people have thoughts about you and you know, like it's the first time I've ever dated someone not in my home state. And so the sat the separation from that is the fact that like my family really didn't know you well and yeah they weren't exposed to me yeah like we'd visited short quick visits but they don't know you who like I fell in love with and now so I just felt afraid to go against the norm and yeah just of judgments Mm -hmm. yeah judgments that's what I felt Mm mm-hmm yeah, everyone's judgments and like, and so you told your mom first. 
Yep, I told my mom in person. And they, uh, during Thanksgiving, and then we told our families during Christmas. Yes. I like the wider families and also some friends. and. Yep. So about a month apart, told my mom and then told all of the rest of the family then. And it was, I'm not sure how much we want to share, but it was so fascinating for me. Like, I've never really, I don't know, I want to say never. Maybe I was ignorant to other people's judgments and like stories of things. Like, I'm sure like when I was doing music back in the day, I bet I I have heard some stories of like my family saying like, why is Ben doing this? Or like, even when I did the fear thing, people are like, what makes Ben qualified to do that? Like, so I've had those judgments before, but not this like straight up. And mm-hmm. especially when it's such a big thing, when you're telling people like you're pregnant and you're having a baby, like it was so clear and so apparent. And it was just wild. Like I could see the fear so clearly, which is normal. Mm -hmm. And like for people to be, they're scared. They're projecting their fear onto us. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just a lot of energy to. It was a lot. Like tell everyone. Like two or three times a day telling someone. Yeah. We did most of my family individually and, um, yeah, it's just a lot of conversations and a lot to process as we were still in the middle of processing it and experiencing it. And, you know, I was in a phase of my energy was tired and we traveled yeah. a lot and we're traveling a ton. Yeah. So that was just a, that was a very challenging time. And it was like ripping the bandaid off, too, because I think like I wasn't. I wasn't celebrating it yet because i was holding off until i told everyone and Mm -hmm. i don't i don't exactly know why but it just like and it was like holding my breath like until i told everyone then i can like really like accept it and celebrate it and um and that's definitely the phase we're in now celebrating yeah like i mean being in this new house like you have felt Yes. So at home. Yeah, this we moved in like I mean we've been living together at Ben's apartment, but we officially got a home together. Um yeah, like 10 days, 2 weeks ago. And I mean, this home is just so divine. It checked every box for us. We it worked smoothly to get into it when we were possibly seeing some hiccups and hurdles and it just came together beautifully and I know that it was like happening for us because I was desperately needing to settle in to a space that was home for us well and it's crazy because like you really did need that yeah because we would have been in an Airbnb right now, like our not our own space, right? Not like with our own things and our own energy, like being able to fully, fully relax. Yeah, and I'm starting to, you know, this is the home that we will have our baby in. Yeah, like it's like it's like I get to feel that every single day when I like walk by his room and, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So it's it's starting to like feel real and it's feeling like 
closer than I'm <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, it's coming and he's coming and, Yay. um, yeah, he, Oh, we could say how we found out it was a boy because we yeah. actually thought it was a girl at first. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you want to say some? So we went to go get the first sonogram mm-hmm. and they were, you know, rubbing, scanning your belly. And then the woman was like, do you want to know what the sex is? And then she was like, oh, wait, like, it might be a little too early. Like, I think I know what it is. But you just, like, if I tell you, it's a guess. Yeah, we were like, and we're like a few okay. weeks too early for yeah. her to say for sure. But she's like, I'm pretty sure I know. But you just, so just if I tell you, just know it's not absolutely for certain. And then we we're like, yeah, like, for sure. Like, we'll just take it as, like, a fun yeah, like as if Ed- educated anyone guessed. guessed. And so then she's like, I think it's a boy. And then she showed us where his penis was. <laughs> and and like when I saw that, I was like, like uh, even before she told us, I thought I saw it. I think yeah. you, saw, you saw it too, I think, right? Yeah. And so then, but then we got the blood work, which proved, which was, you know. We did the genetic testing. Like 99.9. It certainty came back, yeah. and then we were in the car um traveling with the hollies in colorado and it was like this virtual assistant app like it says hey we have your results and then you just click find out and they say i have the results of your the gender of your baby like would you like to know and you click yes or no and then there's like a little typing bubble and then it says you're having a boy <laughs> yeah it was that was a fascinating experience yeah the, kind of creative and um yeah baby boy so what is i'm curious babe like and it's crazy because it really hasn't even been that long since november mm-hmm. but what would you tell your november self right now um but yeah it's for, it's a ceremony like we've evolved grown so much already yeah I don't even know because you know I had to go through all of whatever I went through and Mm -hmm. it was like even in November's early days I I knew I would be okay I knew this is in my path Mm -hmm. for a reason like all that like I was like I know all of this is perfect but like I just don't know if I want to do this yet I'm scared and yeah it's like you know it but you have to I let your body to feel it like to yeah I just had to it. catch up and like allow it to really be its own process and so and even the process of like us getting just another like there's the constriction and expansion constantly, you know, the ebb and flow, the seasons of life. Mm-hmm. And that was one of those moments, like, like, you know, waking up those grieving, sobbing moments that brought us so much closer. Mm-hmm. Like again, so like even that needed to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And it was, you know, I know we still have, yeah we still have x months <laughs> so our due date oh, yeah. is seven seven twenty two, and 
we are planning a home birth. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a something I'm excited for and feel really good about. Um, and I'm just, you know, we met with a midwife, two midwives yesterday, and um, I'm just like even after that meeting, I'm really excited to learn more about pregnancy and about birth Mm -hmm, me too because i'm not ready yet Mm -hmm. for both for the rest of all this and i know that it's like unfolding perfectly but there's so much to learn um and so much that i am learning every single day and i'm getting a bump yeah and (laughs) i can feel him um and I'm just excited to feel him more and to mm-hmm. really like learn more about my body and how I can nourish it best. And you're going to be such a great mom. Thanks, babe. <laughs> I know I tell you that a lot, but Yay. you really are and will be. Thank you. You're going to be a great dad too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm excited. Thanks, seriously. Yeah, it's really cute when Ben is with Luca he's just yeah like I'd love to hear what you're excited about I mean there's so many things and it's endless of this journey like I finally understand like 0.01% of what parents like because I've you know I've worked I've managed I've coached lots of different parents and obviously talked to my own about the certain things that come up when you're a parent about like financial stress or just not wanting to see your kids get hurt or fail. And now I just know like a small, small percent of that. I'm like, oh, like the pressure or the fear that you feel is like, oh, it's very real. Mm-hmm. And so for me, just another, this unlocked a new level. Like it's a new experience of life. It truly is a ceremony. I'm so excited to learn with him, to learn from him, to guide him and support him just and to be himself, to love the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. And it's going to, of course, expand us. And there's going to be moments of like, what the hell? But that's the point. Yeah. And to accept that, but also know that we can create exactly what we want and surrender to that. And like, it's that co-creating of intentional going, like intentional focus and creating, but also like going with the flow and like trusting. So... I'm excited for like a new experience because like I've, it's crazy how much I've grown already in this experience. And yeah, so Ben's like energy shifted. <laughs> like, I mean, even like a little before we knew just while we were pregnant, but then like officially, like I've been able to witness a shift in, your energy more provider energy and just yeah like mm, just like even like a stronger presence Mm -hmm. or just like you know that feeling of dad partner like deeper commitment and he's 
done like such a beautiful job of taking care of me in deeper ways and I've probably been more open to receiving it mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean we were even reflecting about that at dinner of you asked me to do something and then I was like you know it's like then we were just, I reflected back to you of like at the beginning, it was so hard for you to ask for help and to receive that. Yeah. And now it's just like second nature. Yeah. Which is so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We really are in such a beautiful place in our relationship and our own individual journey, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, we're definitely ready to be parents, even though we're not ready at all. <laughs> But we are. Yeah. And um, I'm excited to be a boy mom. Because that's, cause that's what you always wanted. You said that you wanted to have a boy first. Yeah, I wanted a boy first for like all my other children to have like a big brother. I always wanted a big brother. I love like that big brother energy. Um, and... I always felt I would have boys because I like athletics and stuff. But Mm -hmm. it is even, you know, I know that having a boy, especially when there's been so much, so many women in my family, just, I mean, I only have a, I have one sister and, but we had, we just had a lot of girls. Like, um, I did not really have a grandpa. He passed away when I was young on my mom's side so there was just a lot of women and this is gonna be fun to have a boy and new masculinity into the earth yep your harris lineage (laughs) is continuing yeah i mean i've it's cool i mean there's still i mean there's the journey is endless Mm -hmm. ever ever going but I've definitely connected with him more and more and like feel like our like agreement yeah and like collaboration and like supportive energy of each other like I'm so excited to like meet him mm-hmm. and like the powerful soul that he's coming in as mm-hmm. and to provide a safe space for him to become that mm-hmm. and just or actually just be it already is there actually one thing I want to share before I forget is one reframe that I've liked that popped into my awareness was this was unexpected, but it wasn't unplanned. Like trusting that it, like it really was mm-hmm. like of, of course, every, we believe everything is, but this like, yeah. Do you want to explain so what like, I mean, so many people say, Oh, did you guys plan it? Yeah. And that's what, like, we've been asked a million times. And so it's like, there's definitely like whatever you believe in God, divine mm-hmm. source, like energy, like there is a plan always. There was a plan before we were even here. Like this was always going to happen. And I mean, if you look at how we were brought together. Right. Yeah. And, and like, so this was, this was planned. We just were not expecting it for us yet. Yeah, like our humans weren't expecting it. Yeah. But 
like it just feels yeah our bodies and minds and egos catching up to the fact that it's real but yeah so as we close i have like a few thoughts that's what i was about to ask what do you thought what thoughts baby um oh no (laughs) i think i'm losing them hold on they are coming back coming back oh something that you know I've felt within my like body that is new for me is like this like I just have such a deep like instinctual like level of protection Mm mm-hmm that like I just feel so protective of like my energy and of like this baby mm-hmm. and the baby's energy and I already can feel that so deeply and like so you know we're into the second trimester and we are far past when we could tell people and I have been I have not shared it yet um, other than friends and family. And it's really been a private journey, I think, for us. And so much of that is just to protect our energy from, like, outside judgments and discussions. And, like, to me, that has felt good. Mm-hmm. Like, that has felt very, like, restful for me (laughs) Mm -hmm. and yeah i mean minimizing the noise and like the is helpful right yeah and i think that like yeah that's just been a beautiful like thing i didn't expect and um you didn't expect that what specifically I just didn't expect I would be so internal about it Mm. or like internal with my close friends and family or just like not that protective vibe. Yeah. Like there's just something that That privacy is private. Yeah. And it's really sacred. Like, and this is such a beautiful sacred. Yeah. That's the right word. Yeah. And yeah, I just think, all of the feelings, you know, like this. Oh, this is the other thought. Okay, that's good. I remembered <laughs> it. Um, is like with social media, with the world right now as it is. It's like I scroll and I see five million, like crazy engagement photos, and mm. I see five million like baby announcements, and. To me, it all feels the same. And like it just feels like repetitive and like another person is just experiencing what the last person experienced. And really, I think the difference is, is like for me, like I was just like, wow, I'm really not feeling this i don't want to pop off a streamer of blue 
baby like thing. yeah not that that's bad not at all but, but it's, I, w- I didn't want but to. it's not you it's not me right now yeah in this moment it could be yeah i could definitely be that maybe in another <laughs> baby yeah. or another time but i didn't feel any of that um desire to do that and like um and i just want like other people to know that like when you see all these videos of people like just like yay we're pregnant it's like of course this is the most beautiful thing in the whole world and it's okay to feel like whatever feelings you're feeling and honor your process yeah and not have to like feel pressure to put on a front or fake it or right i mean there's so many other things that relates to right of just because society or parents or culture or whatever is like because everyone else is doing it i have to do it too right and we've been asked like a ton are like are we gonna get married oh yeah you know we're just for me like i want to enjoy one excitement at each time i don't want (laughs) to overlap things or yeah like do things feel like okay now we have to get married it's like right i mean i definitely envision that yeah in our future but yeah it's like not like okay well now we're pregnant so this is we have to get married yeah it's like no it's like we can do both in their own time time yeah yeah so it's it's beautiful and it's our journey and yeah i'm just really excited to meet this boy yeah little baby and see you as a dad and it was so cute one day ben was like oh my gosh i can't wait for like to get up and like go on like morning walks with mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah i thought that was really cute there's a lot of moments that'll be just so beautiful Mm-hmm. yeah and it's it's just another mirror honestly of like what even Luca has taught me of and I've we've talked about this before of like when he's crying it makes me uncomfortable because and that that's a mirror that I'm uncomfortable with crying or like emotion within myself right so that's reflected back to me and it's just like oh like the more that I can you know like be okay with my emotion like it's really motivated me to and I have done a lot of cool healing with that now of like like I'm much more comfortable with like crying or quote unquote negative emotions just because now it's like oh like if that remains unhealed or in my unconscious or whatever for me then that will pass on and of course I'm going to always be learning but just that has provided a new level of motivation like I've told Bell this of like I'm definitely self-motivated. Like I've always wanted to go accomplish my dreams and be the best me. But this, this is now like a, I think it's biological for sure, but also just like a, just like a new fire. It's like a must. Like there's this urgency. Like there's just no question anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, and you've seen me just like, stay up later or like wake up early and like that's a season two but 
of like working on this new project but even just like those things like before i would maybe like go a little bit more lackadaisical but like and i did do that which was perfect in in that season but now it's cool just to feel like there's just no question yeah there's definitely fire 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 within you and um yeah I'm fire to parent with you babe yeah me too babe fire more fire less fear <laughs> fear is definitely there but i can already tell i mean you know you know i'm a nerd for this but i can already feel like this the certain fears that i've already learned so much about just more fear yeah. anything else you excited for babe to finish out our first pregnancy journey and Mm -hmm. meet the baby and begin that new chapter Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and like yeah I'll leave it like that but there are there are just different moments in my head popping up of like how perfect it is and like how prepared we were Mm -hmm. like before we knew we were pregnant we decided to move in together right there's just so many things just like it's all happening perfectly lining up just yeah lining up aligning a fun like ending thought is it was really cool like i looked back in my journal when we were just moving and in january january to austin yeah in january 2021 yeah um i went to a dr joe dispenza week-long meditation course and in one of my meditations I was brought into my womb space and one of my children spoke up to me and basically said (laughs) which at that time I was 25 single um didn't know if I was moving I mean my life was kind of like juggling at that moment this was 13 months ago seems like 10 years ago yeah (laughs) and I, yeah, one of my children spoke to me and they said, mommy, which is kind of funny Mm because I don't even say mommy, but they were like, mommy, you're more, much more ready for this than you're allowing yourself to realize. And I remember like, I mean, I remember this so vividly, like I was there with this child Mm. and um, just meaning like all the work that I've done for years leading up to this, like I'm more ready for my children than I was even like had any awareness mm. around or that I was realizing. And then they said, um, we're just waiting for our dad. And that like, just like blows my mind because two weeks later <laughs> was the first time Ben and I like felt romantic sparks and, mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I was drawn to their dad. <laughs> I love you, babe. I love you, too. Man, isn't it crazy? Like, just so guided and so taken care of. I'm so grateful. Yeah. And it's, it is better than I could have, like, made. Oh, I love you, cutie. Love you, too. <laughs> and I'll leave that question out to everyone listening, like, 
where are you like what are you more ready for than you think you know whether it's pregnancy a job a move a relationship new love that that leap that you've been wanting to make or try out or whatever you the thought that you're even thinking about it that signals that you're ready for it and that fear is holding you back but that's part of it like jumping into it and letting it guide you just follow that feeling because within that and on the other side of that is so much joy and freedom and liberation and so follow that feeling trust it it's incredibly worth it and beautiful yes all right well thank you so much for listening thanks for listening i think yeah our journey and story and i'm sure there will be more not sure in what format but it's cool because even as i've been on social media i haven't been like a well i guess that's entirely true i've definitely shared things but like like i've never it's not like blogger style like sharing my entire life right it's like curated like what relates to this brand or program or whatever so this is definitely more vulnerable shares for ben yeah so all right yeah thanks for being on this journey we're just beginning as we always are i'm excited bell thank you for being here with me mm-hmm. and on this journey wowza here we go i love you love you too boom boom <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening. If you want to hear more from Belle or more about us and our journey and our relationship, let me know. Shoot me a DM on Instagram and let me know that you really enjoyed this or shoot me or her your questions. Make sure you follow her on Instagram too. Um, You know, we're not overly sharing, but at the same time, we realize that our journey, just by sharing it, can be helpful for someone. So let us know what resonates with you and if you have questions with anything. And if you haven't already, please subscribe on Apple and Spotify and leave a review on Spotify now and on Apple um, so other people can be recommended this wisdom from the heart. And all right, that's it for now. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate you so much. And we'll talk to you soon.